Video Death Loop is part of the Greenlit Podcast Network, a collection of creator-owned shows that have banded together to extend their reach. Come check it out. We've got pop culture. We've got video games. We've got attractive serial murderers. Nope, none of those. Just podcasts about video games and pop culture. Greenlitpodcast.com. Proud to be on it. Check it out. This week on Video Death Loop. Plus, how do you hold a gun blade? Hey everyone, welcome to Video Death Loop, the show where we watch a video on loop until one or both of us can't take it anymore. I'm your host this week, John Hurst, and over here is my co-host, Aaron Littleton. John, hello. I'm here. As you said, you're one yes. for one. Well, I, I did it. I figured out I figured out what to say at the beginning of the intro, and I can check that off my bucket list now. It's good. <laughs> it's good. We did it. We did it together, Aaron. We we organically developed an intro for the show. We remembered mm -hmm. it week to week. And then we say one factual thing after, which is the location and name of the co-host. That's correct. It's, and it's tough. It is very tough. I uh, let me tell, but like full disclosure, I forgot what the intro was right before the beginning, and we've said it every episode. We've done this show for eh, more than five years at this point. Yeah, yeah. Like should be in the back. Like I should be like you should be able to like cattle prod me, and I say the intro to the show. But Admittedly, no, no, it like, just went away. It, Admittedly, like sometimes it can be like almost almost two weeks between your chances at hosting, right? Like if we recorded one like your last hosting week, like early mm -hmm. in the week, and then like maybe the you know, then the next person hosts the next week, and then we record the next episode like closer toward the release date, like you could be going almost two weeks without saying that. Like almost. Almost, almost, but still, it's a regular enough schedule that you think you'd think that would be like I I could be walking and like accidentally say that to my mom, like like all, all like like calling her instead of like saying I love you, I actually say welcome to Video Death Loop, show where we watch a video on loop until one or, both of us can't take it anymore. I'm here this week, John Hurst, and over here's my mom. <laughs> it's a th it's a thing. I mean, people get into these loops. I have definitely had coworkers that like i knew weren't in love with me tell me like love you when they hang up because that's just the thing they say to their family a lot on the phone like right, if we're right. talking about like completely normal ass like work stuff there's like okay yeah i'm gonna go i'll go uh run those reports and then we can kind of you know check that out later like then the person like, okay yeah i will do my part okay love you and then <laughs> it's like, uh, you you sit there and you look at the phone you're like do i call them out on that do i call them back and be like what the fuck did you just say to me at the end of that phone call because you know they recognized what they did seconds yeah. after they did it or They're do i just pretend that I did not hear it or did not understand it. And we can go on for the rest of our lives. Like that didn't happen. I, I mean, usually choose the latter. <laughs> usually. The, uh, usually. I mean, like there's also the, uh, my favorite response when like someone does that, just go, hell yeah. Afterwards. <laughs> and now every, everyone's awkward. <laughs> I knew it, baby. So, 
Yeah, so it'll be like it's like I love you. Hell yeah. <laughs> goes 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 around pretty good. <laughs> oh, but boy. you at least have you you have at least not started a podcast on accident though, with on all over the phone or something. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I have. I don't think I have. I I I've done all kinds of embarrassing things on the phone, but. Like starting an episode of Video Death Loop has not been one of them, I believe. Okay, <laughs> not yet. There's still time. not yet. There's still we'll time. have to put that in our special bonus episode section. Ooh, ooh. Um, as a, as uh, speaking of bonuses, I'm gonna try. Um, I'm gonna try something this episode that um I uh, because we're we're an audio podcast. This is gonna sure. go over great because it's a visual gag mostly, but you get to hear my reactions to it because. Uh, I think we've talked about the weird ass milk that the local convenience store makes on the show before, right? Yes, I believe so. We have we have here in the Knoxville area a convenience store chain called Weigel's, which for some reason or another, I think having to do with things before either of us were born, they are well known for milk. It's like the yeah. one gas station you can go to to get milk and not feel like a scumbag, right? And I and I'll, let's be honest, it's actually pretty good milk. They do a good job. Yeah, no, they do a good job. No, like they they have they've got their milk game down. Like it is it is a it is an advanced mature milk game. It's it's pretty good milk. Uh uh but yeah, they've gotten they've gotten a little weird with it the last year or two something has right. really the pandemic has up a wall the pandemic has ruined a lot of things but right most recently milk so yeah the, so they uh, they have weigel's has it released began like not all at once but just sort of as these limited time runs these single serving like 16 ounce uh pints of like both colored and flavored milk like various milks and and uh did i i I have had i have had one of them i had the birthday cake milk and it was the blue milk i had the blue i think we maybe talked about this on this podcast Um, okay okay it was blue it had from my recollection 56 grams of sugar in it in this 69 oh god it was this, this vile. is not this, this is it not was, much better oh my it god. was vile <laughs> it was vile uh, so john you have you have the newest the newest yes. weird milk from weigel's with you the part as part of the milk of the month club i have brought to you we from the makers of birthday cake milk peanut butter milk uh orange cream slice milk is one of yeah, them yeah the had. creamsicle milk ugh uh, I did, did you not, try it? I, okay. I don't know. I had. A, this is the, I, I feel like it's a thing. Maybe I don't know. I I don't know if that birthday cake milk just like salted the earth for me with these milks, <laughs> because I man, I was regretful after I. I've held that out. Thing. I've held out. I've not drank any of them because, like, one, I'm I I looked at that as like that's a bad idea. I'm not going to drink that because that's going to do terrible things to my body. But. The latest one. I have a weak spot for red velvet cake, Aaron. And uh, <laughs> the, the viewers are learning so much about you. Yeah, unfortunately, they're about to learn that there's a red velvet milk. It's a limited edition. Ugh. The cow, the cow has a. I'm looking at it. Fucking looks like Pepto Bismol in like a in like the big gulp version. Like you, it's you not go even like, like red. It's pink. It's a pink. It is oh. very 
I'm gonna I'll tell you what, because I am about to drink this while watching like while watching this on loop until one of us or both of us can't take it anymore. And this is gonna probably filter my my thought of it. I'm gonna take a picture right now just so you understand how fucking pink this is. It yeah. is like you, you this is for indigestion for sure. Uh but can it, we get uh, can we get like your your first your initial kind of reaction before we yeah. get into the actual video? Of course. Um I will say before I before I take it um, because I got to draw this out as long as possible. Um you said 56 grams of sugar for the birthday cake milk. That's interesting. That is my rec this was a few months back when I had the birthday mm -hmm. cake milk, but yeah, that was my recollection. This is 65 grams of sugar for Holy the whole thing. shit. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not sleeping tonight. Apparently, that is that is not what's going to happen. That is too fucking much. Like, that, yes, America. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the slogan of America. That is too fucking much. I could, like, the fifty-six ounces or the fifty-six grams. When you like look at it, it's a pint, right? So you can right. go like, okay, maybe it's like, you know. Eight ounces is really a serving of this thing, and you know, twenty-eight grams of sugar is like kind of like it's more than you would get in a soda, but it's mm -hmm. you know, kind of not a lot more than. But sixty-five, fuck, what are they do? Is it all sugar? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got an update for you because I'm looking at it and I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Never mind. I, I saw total sugars and then includes added sugar. And I was like, what the fuck is it? Like, because I saw 65 grams for total sugars and then the include added sugar says 43. And I was like, does this have 100 grams of sugar? But no. <laughs> no, no, I think, no. That, I think that's all. I was, I was going to call an ultimatum. At, I was going to call an audible at that point. It's like, I can't do this. I'm yeah. sorry. No. No, I think it's the grand total of 65. Still bad. Still very bad. Yeah. Um, but it's. But on, on the plus side, it's also whole milk, so you get the fat content as well. Um, what gets me, like, I know that there are people that are that are down with the red velvet, and I'll have, I'll eat red velvet cake. Like, if it's around, yeah. if someone's having some red velvet cake, I'll have a slice. Well, but let's be honest, it, red velvet cake is just secretly shock, chocolate cake, but with red food coloring typically but, with cream but cheese, they but. use like sour cream or something right am i not am i not wrong about that like I think, sour I believe, cream I believe, is involved there's usually like a cream cheese of some sort i don't know if sa sour cream probably can be involved we've mentioned sour cream as cake a lot on this podcast yeah recently. oh god you're right <laughs> maybe that's what i'm confusing this with i mean yes. there's a little bit of something yes a lot in, in a lot of very cheap red velvet cakes it's just chocolate cake but you color it red yeah but i think there's actually some there's like an actual if you want to make real red velvet cake there's something there's something you else you can do but yeah i feel like red velvet cake if anything is just even more sort of cloying and sweet than than most cakes and so then the idea that you're rolling that like into a milk where that flavor is just sitting right on top of that milk you don't right. even like really get the you know the sponge of the cake to kind of like even that out any it's just it's just all oh god i don't aaron, know aaron i've opened it i'm opening okay it. give it a um, whiff okay i'm not whiffing it yet because i'm looking at the definitely like uh, on the side of the cap where it's like definitely like crystallized a little bit it looks uh -huh. like it looks like that red velvet kick crossing a little bit i'm not gonna lie okay i'm whiffing okay what's what are we what kind of notes 
are we getting our our terrible okay. convenience store milk sommelier, John? All right, I'll, I'll be. I'm going to be completely honest. I mean, not that it's hard to make a heavily sugar induced cake smell like a heavily sugar sugar induced cake, but this smells like a red velvet cake. Good so far. Really? So good. Oh man. I mean, I don't like, know if that's good or distressing. Uh, we're about to find out. I'm. You want me? Uh, should I do it? Yeah, go ahead. Get get a big right. chug in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get the I'm gonna try to get the gulp on cam on on film on recording. Yeah, swish it around in your mouth a little bit. I just really coat coat the inside of your mouth with with whatever this is is, uh, so we can get a. I need a full like flavor breakdown. <laughs> We're waiting on John here as he tests the red velvet cake. I presume he's not dead. Okay, that is. Have you ever? Have you ever? It's. It's like watered down eggnog. I'm, oh, that is that not is, what I was thinking you were going to yeah, say. No, no, I, I, I could definitely. Is it thick? Like, it's kind of thick. It's like it. I, I'm not sure if it's like CK thick or th CC thick yet, but <laughs> okay. uh, but it's definitely a thick. Is it? I mean, that no. The the way it smelled like red velvet cake before you drank it. Are you getting that at all in the in the flavor? It it's slightly there. Like I'll be honest, it could be worse. It could be worse. It's definitely <laughs> like this is a sipping milk for you. For, this a is sipping milk. milk. There you go. <laughs> yeah, like I could, like honestly, honestly, if you put some like you make this into a white Russian, it's probably pretty freaking good. Actually, like like a Christmas white Russian, right? Uh, yeah. I'm wearing a white shirt, and I'm going to keep this as far away from me because this is going to stain the shit out of everything in its path. But I did speak with someone uh you know the about these milks and i think there was some kind of like theory that that's so sugared as it, it's like a way that they can use to like preserve the milk or something yeah. it's like they can dump a bunch of sugar in this milk and maybe it preserves better and then they don't have to waste it and then they can kind of release it as these hilarious like unnatural flavor special edition milks but really update, it's just a way update to on the taste yeah update on the taste it has a weird dry aftertaste and i don't like it i don't Ugh. like it aaron i mean it's just why, drying why? out your mouth it's just that sugar i'm sure it's just like absorbing all of the moisture in your mouth oh god yeah like i am a, i'm a desert at the moment ah. <laughs> well mm. i guess right. you can work on that while we while we do the rest of this episode in our normal okay. fashion, we'll, we'll we, check back in from time to time and see how this is going. I think this will pair well with our uh, with our, ch our beverage choice of the episode. So we're gonna watch okay. a video that Aaron does not know about in three, nope. two, one. All right, what do we have going on here? Ah, I see a beach. You do see a beach, and I hear what's all that beach? Latin chanting. Yes, in the ocean. you do. And what does it all mean, Aaron? I think what it means is that that Squall and his buddies are about to go on a whirlwind adventure. They're about to Final go on a radical adventure, asking why and all that stuff. There's a lot of fonts in this this opening video for Final Fantasy VIII, Aaron. This is uh this is the intro 
video to Final Fantasy VIII. It's pretty yes, good. The, yeah, the first thing the, the first thing that you usually see when uh, when you start that game up. This is a lot this, uh, brighter. Like the the feeling of this video is a lot brighter than I recall Final Fantasy VIII being. I remember Final Fantasy VIII being kind of a, a dreary sort of game. The game, um, I, I'll, I'll be honest, part of this was kind of spawned by, uh, I started playing the game again for first time in a very long time, just out of, on a whim, and that game is actually pretty bright and less gloomy than you would think for the most oh, part. Oh, really? That's, yeah, there's a lot of like light, like bright colors and stuff, like like the seed garden is basically, a, like the, the garden the uh, where the, 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 the main characters live and become child soldiers and all that, they are... Uh, um, first of all, that's the most '90s ass way to show the logo for the game. But oh yeah, um, um, but the uh, it's it's a pretty bright, like very like daylight driven game. Surprisingly, so oh okay, yeah, that's not. I guess I don't know. There's like there's that whole city that's like it's the city of night, right? That yeah, you go yeah. Into, then that, yeah. that you got that feel. And there's all these witches and. Then ever all the cities kind of get like magically locked down at the end of the game. I don't know. It just has this. It's got this, you know, sort of uh, late nineties uh, hot topic vibe in my brain. Like maybe it doesn't deserve yeah. that, but that's it's, that's that's sort of what it, I'm feeling. It's like uh, it's like pop punk, basically of the '90s, where like everything's like like a uh, green day, uh, green day, like super happy and chippy, uh, chirpy at the beginning, and by the end of it, they're making American Idiot. <laughs> okay. So squat like, like so. Like, Final Fantasy yeah. Eight is Green Day. Yes. Yeah, the big it's the beginning of the first album, Dookie. <laughs> <laughs> where you know that that's the album where Squall gets a scar, you know. So. Yep. Yeah, that's that's where his his whole life changes. Okay, Gunblade, cool or no? What do you think? You know what? I thought the Gunblade was dumb as a kid. The, like the older I get, the more I was like, yeah, Gunblade, yeah. <laughs> I okay. If you if, like, let's be honest. If you were if you were at a friend's house, like and they and they and they like like they it's like yeah we're gonna shoot some guns in the outback or something. It's like yeah okay cool. And one of them brings out a Gunblade. Would you? You definitely fired the gunblade, wouldn't you? Oh man, I would super. uh, I think I would watch someone else fire the gunblade. Okay, good idea. Gun safety is important. (laughs) The problem is, it's like okay, what we may be describing is like a pretty southern thing, right? It's like yeah, let's go shoot some guns. Guns out like red velvet milk. Yeah, yeah, very much like red velvet milk. Because uh, I think any long term listener would will know that. John and I are are uh, pretty uh, progressive dudes, liberal dudes. Um, mm-hmm. But it, there's just a, you just know people around, even people you might consider good people that just for whatever reason like to squeeze off a few rounds in their backyard for whatever reason. Yeah, uh, uh, they happen to have like eighty thousand acres, and uh, yeah, you know, no, no questions no asked, back there. So. Yeah, just shoot this tree, whatever. Um, yeah, the. Um. Yeah, I don't know where you would grab a gun blade, right? Like, would you grab it on the top? Like, is well, it like okay. kind of? I mean, because it's a lot. I mean, would you hold it like a, a pistol first of all, and like? Oh, that's a good question. And like, what kind it, of I, recoil are you gonna have on that thing? You're gonna slice your leg off when it when it comes yeah. down. Like, I don't know, man. I don't fucking it, it, know. 
Yeah, because it kind of has like a curved blade angle, like not quite. Uh, it's more like a sawed-off shotgun, really, than a like than a like a standard gun setup. So it sounds like they're like, yeah, they're just they're kind of holding it like like two like wielding it two handed there in the in the intro, as Renoa shows off her uh, wings and all that, like on the back of her jacket blouse, whatever that is. Uh, so, I don't know sweater. What is that garment that Renoa is wearing? Cardigan, maybe I don't. Cardigan. That's probably it's like a sleeveless cardigan. <laughs> maybe it definitely feels like again, again, super easy costume to make for your uh for your cosplay bash at uh, at the local co- convention. So yeah, I mean cardigans are definitely in style. You could buy yeah. you could buy a cardigan that's like that color and cut off the sleeves. Cut off cart, cut off sleeves cardigan. If it was <laughs> denim, awesome. holy shit! Oh man, that this is also sounding like a very southern thing. All of a sudden, <laughs> hey God, wait a minute! Is Final Fantasy VIII just like is this set in Alabama? Is that where this game is set? <laughs> it's a little bit, I, you know, it's a, it's a little hilly, not quite rock. I can see Alabama being the place where where the the, the Balaam Garden is. <laughs> West Virginia, perhaps. I don't know. You've got you've got all these like you got the denim cut off cardigans. You've got you've got these like teen kids out back shooting their guns. Uh, yeah, the only place they can shop is Hot Topic. Like, way into witchcraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more the more you speak, the more truth this is becoming. I think I think you're right. One hundred percent. Set outside of Birmingham. <laughs> They were the original thing. They were going to shoo the uh, the Roman numerals all together and just call it Final Fantasy Y'all. Final Fantasy Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> just have like apostrophe in the middle there. Yeah. And you know what we got at the beginning here, John? We got waves, uh, mm, aka yes. the ocean, aka the tide, aka roll tide, roll tide <laughs> for fucking more Alabama connections. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the garden might actually be the University of Alabama. Uh, oh, shit. Is is oh, shit. is like is Professor oh, Sid is- secretly Nick Saban? That's what I want to know. Oh God! Is the is the SEC secretly like the okay? SEC the SEC is all the ver- other gardens, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the S and SEC stands for seed. Seed, <laughs> yeah. The seed, seed Eastern Conference. Conference. Yep, 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 yep. You got it. You fucking so, like, got it. So all like the football program is the child uh, is the soldiers, the child soldiers. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. And. Squall and and uh, and Seifer, they're they're both they're the two quarterbacks. They're trying to figure oh, out shit. who's gonna be who's gonna be QB uh, for for the year. Um, that's oh, why they're that's why they don't like each other. They're both getting recruited for the NFL. Yeah, uh, the def- I I definitely found it unusual that they like ESPN Sports Center has been like like uh, trending about gun blade costs and economics <laughs> in, in a lot of their articles about sports. It's been kind of weird. Yeah, ESPN three's been showing triple triad tournaments. Yeah, it's super weird. Like uh, I don't I still don't know how triple triads played. I have not figured that out. It's like numbers go up, but they capture the other way and you lose. Uh huh. Yeah, no, I think you. That's it. You figured it out. <laughs> I'm bad at it. Yeah. No. Yeah. That sounds like you're having the full triple triad experience to me. <laughs> um, and yeah, there's definitely um, 
um, yeah, each each um, unbeknownst to everyone else, like we are the first, uh, the 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 SEC at the first division to have witches for every every college is kind of weird, <laughs> unusual. <laughs> Just on the sidelines, like casting buffs and debuffs on the different. <laughs> Hold up, that sounds awesome. Does it though? Holy shit! Like what? Like it's like okay, I'm, we're gonna run a, like run a standard like pass play blitz. It's like someone cast someone cast a spell on the other team. It's like oh shit! <laughs> Quick, haste your running back. <laughs> I think we got an idea here, man. NFL Blitz Square. Fantasy Edition. What if we, who made who made Butant League football? Could we like could we somehow like get get the rights to Butant League football and then go at a collabo with with Square for Final Fantasy Mutant football? Yeah, there was a there was a new Mutant League football game not too long ago actually. Oh, was um, it really? Yeah, I think I got kickstarted and uh, got released and. Th- I think it did okay, if I did recall it? correctly. What in okay, wait a minute. What if this was hang on, hang on, John. What if this wasn't a Final Fantasy football game? Because I'm okay. just remembering that I do think that in another one of Square's RPG series, there are mutants. Or at least they were translated as mutants at one point or another. I, saga. I, what if this was saga oh, football? Sh- Oh man, like it even has like just uh, that. I, I, that is a name that would drive people. It's like oh, saga football, a saga like football, a saga front football, frontier football, fr- saga football. frontier uh, football, just so- romancing saga football. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. just saga football. I guess saga <laughs> football. football, dude. This sounds fucking good. There's like robots in. There's robots. There's robots. Yeah. already. We we're getting right back into saga mutant league football. The crossover. Okay. No in. one saw. But definitely need now that we've spoken it into being. You got robots. <laughs> you got mutants. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it, it like it doesn't it, like it like it suddenly ends like like football games. So. Yeah. <laughs> like That's, it has. Oh, I would yeah. buy that game day fucking one. I don't like Saga series. I don't like the Saga series. I don't like football really. But I would yeah. buy that game. I, I like the idea of Saga more than playing it. I'll admit. Um, every time I try to play it, it's like ah, this is this is weird. But yeah, I, uh, that, but I that appreciate a series it. that even like I should like because early on I like I got a hold of those like Final Fantasy Legend games on Game Boy, and I definitely mm-hmm. played a fuckload of those without realizing they were Saga games. Um, and I'm like, I don't know enough to know that these are bad because I'm a child. But <laughs> yeah, I have a Game that Boy. Should have translated, but it didn't. Man, the uh, the gun blade turns into a lot of feathers, and I don't know what that's actually trying to symbolize. Uh, a bird, probably the bird. Renoa, the, the word Renoa. Is Renoa a bird? I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. She she, she uh, do birds own dogs? She has a dog that attacks. I could see a bird owning a dog, right? Like, what I mean, if there was a dog yeah. that just like made friends? A crow could do it. What about like an emu? Okay, yeah, yeah, like bigger. Okay, bigger bird. Okay, like a big bird that like maybe it was a real dumb dog, and the dog thought that the emu was a human for whatever reason. Yeah. And emus are kind of emus are kind of assholes too. So it definitely sick a dog on someone. Yeah, you're just like, oh, this is my buddy, dog. Go get him, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Ma, work. <Yeah. laughs> 
I don't know. A crow feels like a crow and a dog feel like they could be super good friends, though, right? Like the crow yeah. could ride on the dog's head and sort of yeah. like kind of, you know, when anytime the dog was getting carried away with something, the crow could kind of be, like, hey, listen up. That's not what we're doing. Yeah, we're here that to pick up it. shiny things. <laughs> That's one of the teams in Saga Mutant League football. It's the dogs <laughs> with crows on their head. Oh, God. That's a great mascot. <laughs> Only, only the crow has a helmet. <laughs> the dog is replaceable. The crow is not. <laughs> how's that? How's that milk going, John? Why need I, an update? T- mm, I, I have not. It's drier. How, the more I eat, drink it, man. How this, far it, down it, are I, you? Like percentage I am not even wise. that. I am not even to the label. I am. I. I have. I've tried to take. I was like, let me take a bigger gulp to get closer to the end. And it's like mm, my 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 mouth. It, it's like um, it's like when you need to like take a pill, but your mouth like you can't swallow it for some reason. It's kind of like yeah. that. Oh, it's it, like your brain except, is going. No, I want. I'm to pretty live. sure. I'm pretty sure if I had the Pepsi challenge with this and Pepto Bismol, I would not be able to tell the difference. Really? Oh, is it that yeah. bad? Uh it, it it's kind of getting there. Does it uh, even taste like anything anymore, or is it just like a just cloying and sugar? Um, I mean, there there's still the hint of the taste there, right? But it's like, um, it no, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't, I don't have, I don't have, I don't, I don't have descriptions or metaphors for this anymore. No, that's what I have. <laughs> So it has it has shut down John's ability to describe things. Drinking, drinking this red velvet milk. Yes, 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 and no. I'm, if if I mean, velvet, the, if red the... velvet milk was an item in Final Fantasy, what what do you think it would do? Would it like confer a status effect? Would it would it fix a status effect? Um. It might, because uh... I could see, I could kind of see either way. You know, one thing. So I'm, I've been playing Final Fantasy for a little bit mm-hmm. recently, and I'm in the last dungeon. And there are definitely like some really wacky items in Final Fantasy Four, like right, because there are some status effects that don't exist in a lot of the other games. Like there's a pig status effect where you turn into a pig. Oh, yeah. There's a a frog status effect, which I think is semi like frog frog exists in frog, other frog Final Fantasy, common. right at least frog or like, kappa usually so yeah and then uh and then there's also uh mini i think is what it's called mm-hmm. where you can where you turn into just like a little tiny mini person and yeah, some of those yeah. the, some of those have like these weird one-off items that like kind of suck to have to carry around um but like if, if you turn into a pig what saves you from being a pig is diet food Oh, I see. I was going to say, this would cure you of, uh, if you had float cast on you and you don't need float, this would cure it. <laughs> it's anti-float. It debuffs float. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> so if you need, that. if you need to hit, touch the ground, like if there was an enemy like that, but it's useless in every other scenario. So you just give it to the fat chocobo to store your items. Yep. That's, I can like, see that. That seems like a very reasonable thing to happen when you drink red velvet milk. Do you think you'll finish this thing? Oh you God, think you're no. gonna finish the red velvet milk. <laughs> uh, you know, you know what? Um, I, I'm either gonna finish it or because it also has a Best Buy date of like, um, um, 
okay, it's at least another week. Like, so it's standard standard milk Best Buy dates, I guess. But okay, is um, do you feel it would be good for a week after opening it though? Like, I guess oh like most you know most milk, yeah, okay, like it's got that Best Buy date. Uh, and it's, it kind of stays, feel like, feels like it stays the same even after you open it. But some foods are like, okay, yeah, it's got a best buy date, but if you open it and eat it within like three or four days or else right, things are going right. to get gnarly. I just thought about red velvet curdled milk and I don't want that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I just like Renoa trying to find, uh, trying to find what, what the hell is she doing in this field, Aaron? She's hanging out with the flowers and she's turning flowers into, into feathers and she's watching them blow away. It's a metaphor for gun, gun blades. blades because it turns maybe in, it turns into a gun blade. Yeah, yeah. yeah the feather goes up into the sky, and then a, yeah. a, a, the gods like it's like, oh, this is a nice feather. I will trade you this feather for a gun blade. <laughs> I would make that trade. Yeah, it's a good trade. I mean, even if you don't want the gun blade, uh, you just uh, you kind of you melt it down, put it to, through the junk shop, make something you want. You could junction Gunblade to Red Velvet oh. Milk to oh, increase Gunblade's sugar <laughs> attack. Oh, God. It's plus five <laughs> against monsters with diabetes. Oh, man. I was like, yeah, new status effect, diabetes. <laughs> oh, uh, Aaron, I... I, um, I um, I'm going to take one more swig of this. We're going to we're going to judge it together here as like as this battle ensues here. Okay. Have it have a go and I need a final verdict. I need a I need an out of 10. Recommend, not recommend. How many stars? Oh. Something. Something that we can send I'm, the people okay. home with. All right. I would say out of um I would give this I would give this at least one out of five squalls. So, one squall, one squall like, out of five. Yeah, like like squalls. Like, it's okay, got a like, whole squall. Yeah, it's got a whole. Like I'll be honest, like you know, not as not as terrifying to to uh, like on first reflection. But the the further you get into it, you do realize that you do not want any part of this psyche. So. Noted. And uh, I'm at this point. I'm tapping. I'm tapping, man. <laughs> on the milk or the video. All of it. All of it. <laughs> this this moment in time has to end. Yes. If I my my body is basically rejecting it at this point. It's like if I say I'm tapping out of the out of the loop, I can stop drinking the milk <laughs> and then all will be well again. What if you what if yeah, what if that happens and you like you get this sort of mental connection in your brain between the opening of Final Fantasy Eight and that and this red velvet milk, like what if every time you try and play Final Fantasy, you taste this shit? Oh man! Every time I every time I play Triple Triad, suddenly like I just get a rush back of a terrible uh, this this terrible des- decision of mine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I, uh, smell and and flavor are very powerful memories that can be linked. Yeah. Well, considering that I only play Triple Triad like once every ten years, uh, I think my chances are pretty good. I think so. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> How many more times will you play Final Fantasy VIII before you die, John? And I don't will know, you like, think many, of Red Velvet Milk every time? On my deathbed, I'll be like, it's like, hey, can you bring me that copy of Final Fantasy VIII? And also, 
that old container that 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 has the spider webs on it. What's that, Grandpa? Oh God, that's my red velvet milk. I've still not finished it. <laughs> this is how I'm going to die. I think I would be supremely disappointed if Final Fantasy VIII was the last game I played before I died. (laughs) Or if I was playing it when I died. Oh, man. Yeah, you you at least got to finish it at that point. But I I, I remember enjoying my time ultimately with Final Fantasy VIII. It took me a while to go, like, finally, like, kind of of sit down with it. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I just started thinking about it. I there's another Greenlit podcast uh, show called uh, Retrograde Amnesia. Shout out to them. Uh, they they're doing a Final Fantasy VIII retrospective, and it's uh, it's really good. You should go listen to that too. So yeah, um, yeah, they seem um, like cool dudes. Yeah, yeah, um, but uh, kind of an audio let's play type thing. And it was like I started thinking about it again. And it's like yeah, I should uh, let, let's do that and. Played a little bit. It's like, yep, okay, yep. I still don't really like the junction system, but I'm, I'm having a lot more fun with it at the moment. So hey, let's That's see where cool. that takes me. Yeah. yeah, I have not played that game since it was new. So maybe I'm, I'm talking a little, little uh, unkindly about Final Fantasy VIII in a way that maybe it does not deserve. I, I think it might be easier. Like there are some. There are some things kind of like Final Fantasy VIII's cast, where it's like a bunch of teenagers who don't who who think they know everything and not like don't like it, like don't quite get it. I think maybe that like maybe it ages better than one would expect. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember having. I don't think I had a problem with the cast. I don't know if I had a problem. Actually, like thinking back about it, I don't know why. I, like, don't have a super fond memory that maybe it is the junction system. Maybe it was like having to having to draw all the magic instead of you know having mp or something that didn't didn't strike me as very fun like yeah they, they definitely you know yeah they they definitely was like let's go as weird as possible with the magic system and also do you want an item in command yeah maybe oh you have to select your your commands right yeah yeah you like, can't uh, use all of them all at the same time yeah yes and like it's like okay, I can have magic or or GF, so right. Well, I choose a girlfriend every time. Yep, I mean that's the Final Fantasy VIII way. <laughs> that's what Squall did. <laughs> that's the, that's literally the story of Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's been that's been an episode of uh, Video Death Loop. Uh, hope you all have joined the the journey that we've all been on together. I've joined half of it. Uh, the 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 other senses that I with the red velvet milk not as much there, but uh, hope you enjoyed that part as well. Um, if if people are are driving through the Knoxville area and they see a Weigels and they have the chance to buy red velvet milk, do you recommend they buy it and try it, or do you recommend they move on? Um. Well, I recommend if I like if you want it. I, if you want that social media content and you need something to, to to bring it down, and you was like, I need I need to get a hundred likes or my whole family dies. This is the way to do it. So okay, okay. it's so like I a hostage situation. Saying, no, <laughs> do not try this. Okay, like the the Weigels Corporation has a gun to your head. It's like you got to get you got to get like so many likes on this on this video. You gotta you gotta make us a TikTok. What's a TikTok? We don't know. You we you are with it. You seem like you're with it. Get us yeah. get us on the TikTok. Make yeah, a TikTok. You're our new TikTok social media coordinator. 
<laughs> they're just they're, we're desperate here come on <laughs> am i your hoss what is going on no you're hired now you're hired you're hired but also yes hired by weigels a new terrifying story <laughs> uh but yes if you uh if you like this more uh, uh, like and s- subscribe to us on uh your favorite podcasting platform we're there most likely spotify uh uh stitcher whatever you whatever you use for podcast apple podcast we're there um we're on facebook we're on twitter we're uh we're generally around um you can find both of us on on twitter as well um i'm at johan hat uh j-o-h-a-n j-o-h-a-n-n-h-a-t and aaron's at fat Riker. and uh yeah I'm, am i forgetting anything aaron i don't think so john maybe All just right, tell so- him to have a have a good day okay yes have do that have a good day have a good red velvetless milk red velvet milkless day please for my sake (laughs) i can't take it back Uh, my day is ruined bye bye Retrograde Amnesia is a comprehensive podcast about classic Japanese RPGs. Each season, we cover a single game, chapter by chapter, beat by beat. Season 1 covers Xenogears. Season 2 covers Chrono Cross. Each episode, we play a section of the game and unpack the story, mechanics, music, and themes. Also, our post-production AI companion, the FakeNet, fills us in on the finer details we may have missed. Initializing FakeNet. Yes. They need me for everything. Find Retrograde Amnesia at greenlitpodcasts.com. We're the Spirit Hunters, and we're a show that treats Hunter Hunter and Yu Hakusho's author as the center of the universe. Some weeks, we do linguistic analysis. So, the Chinese meaning of this character is to smelt or refine, but so the changed meaning in Japanese, it means to temper. Other times, we get absolutely smashed. So we take one shot every time. Yusuke uses the ray gun. One hour later. This is the least coherent episode. Oh, Sarah, oh, you I think your apartment is haunted. <laughs> I think you're Wait, wait, <laughs> You can find out more about the Spirit Hunters right here on the Greenlit Podcast Network.